Welcome to Ayurveda 101 with Mappy, easy Ayurveda for today's complex world. We're here to help you navigate the ancient science of Ayurveda, India's natural wellness system, so you can feel your healthiest, happiest, and most empowered every single day. We're hosted by Maharishi Ayurveda, America's first and oldest Ayurveda company. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, so always check with your doctor before starting a new regimen. Let's get started. Hi there. Uh, thanks for tuning in to episode number one, uh, our very first recording of Ayurveda 101. I'm today's host, Sean Diddy. Uh, I'm a PhD candidate at Maharishi International University, or MIU. You might recognize my voice because I spent several years as a TV host and a lifestyles expert. So I've done some commercials and I've been on several networks and shows. I pop up from time to time. Uh, but my main mission is to help you find ways to solve day-to-day problems and make life easier. And I hope that helps you find more joy. So I'm so glad to get to partner with Mappy on this podcast series. We're going to start off with a really important topic, seasonal pollen. I mean, if you love the great outdoors, but you hate pollen, well, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, fortunately, there are lots of easy ways to feel better with Ayurveda. But before we get started, let's back up just a little bit and talk about who we are and what we do. Maharishi Ayurveda, or MAPI, it's spelled M-A-P-I for short, has been offering some of the most pure, traditionally sourced Ayurvedic herbal supplements and teas, spices, and body care products since 1987. Now, everything MAPI does is steeped in the traditional wisdom of Ayurveda, and that's India's all-natural wellness system, and it's thousands of years old. So what is Ayurveda anyway? Well, in Sanskrit, Ayu means life, and Veda means science. So Ayurveda is literally the science of life. This time-honored tradition of healing is said to awaken your body's repair mechanisms through simple things like diet and herbs or yoga, meditation, and lifestyle practices. Even if you're new to Ayurveda, you've probably heard about it in the news or somewhere. I mean, these days, traditional Ayurvedic herbs like Gotokola, turmeric, and ashwagandha, they're really getting lots of buzz in the media. And as more and more scientists study the powerful benefits of these traditional herbs, well, we're going to hear about them more and more. And all around the country, doctors and naturopaths are really making Ayurveda part of their wellness practices, too. Well, heck, you can even get a turmeric latte at Starbucks. So it's really becoming widespread. Today, we have a very special guest who's truly an Ayurvedic expert, Shankari Wegman. Uh, She's been an Ayurvedic clinician, a lecturer, and health coach for the past 20 years. Um, She's also a yoga teacher, a meditation teacher, and a busy wife and mom. Um, (laughs) I have to tell you, Shankari's actually one of my favorite people. Uh, We've gotten to work on a few projects together, and she's also completing a PhD at MIU. So whether it's talking about being a mom or scientific studies or favorite authors and podcasts, Shankari is one of those people that's always full of kindness and wisdom. So I am so honored to get to connect you with her. And I know I said she's been doing this for 20 years, but in case you see her photo, I know she looks like she's 20, but I promise you she is not. Um, She is a mom of teenagers. And I'll tell you, she's youthful and vibrant and beautiful inside and out. And I I really think you're going to enjoy her. So I will stop talking and just introduce her. Um, Welcome, Shankari. Thank you so much, Sean. That was such a lovely welcome. Thank you. Oh, we're so glad to have you here. Now, let's dive right into today's topic, seasonal pollen. The itchy eyes, the sneezies, the runny nose. I mean, I've been there. I think all of us know somebody. Well, believe it or not, 50 million Americans struggle with pollen every year. 
So, Shankari, why do some people start sneezing when spring flowers bloom or have issues with hay fever in the summer and fall? I mean, what's the Ayurvedic take on this? That's such a great question. And, you know, when we see the flowers bloom, you know, some of us get very happy. But for those who are suffering or trying to manage allergies, it can actually cause some anxiety because they know they have to be fighting some seasonal allergies soon. Um, In fact, you know, statistics are showing that about 30 percent of adults and 40 percent of children are suffering from symptoms of allergies such as nasal congestion or itchy, watery eyes. And allergies are actually one of the top 10 reasons for visits to the doctor's office. So now to come to your question, what's the Ayurvedic perspective on allergies? So according to Marshi Ayurveda, allergies actually have a huge connection to the immune system. They originate from an overly sensitive or hyperactive response from the immune system. And in order to understand that, we also have to talk a little bit about something called AMA. AMA, it's uh, spelled AMA. It can also be understood as impurities that are in the body uh, that are circulating and they can clog the fine microchannels of the physiology. And when those channels are blocked, the nutrients are not delivered to the cells and the body's immune system for resisting allergens then becomes overwhelmed. So when the allergens and the environment are increasing, at the same time, then this begins to challenge the body's innate defenses. So you might say, okay, what is this AMA? And like, tell me a little bit more about it. But AMA is formed when the food that we're eating is not properly digested, meaning it's not properly broken down to its finer, you know, finest molecules of protein or carbs or fat, etc. Rather, when it's not being broken down, it is then being absorbed into the gut, into the bloodstream, and it circulates into the tissues. It can get lodged in like, you know, tiny capillaries or between the cells, within the cells. So it can create blockages. And then over time, that can impair the activity of those cells. It can slow down metabolism. It can reduce circulation, and it starts to affect the immune system. Um, so we can really see that there's a huge connection between diet and the immune system and the immune's response to allergies. So the opposite of AMA is what we want to foster in Ayurveda. The opposite of AMA is something known as OGIS. OGIS is the result of proper digestion. It's, it's, we can understand it as the finest product of digestion. And so when digestion is strong, then it's reducing the food that we're eating to its most essential nutrients and that which is supporting the whole immune system and the whole immune response. So in Ayurveda, we're trying to foster more of that ojas so that there's this natural support to the immune system. And again, what's really important is that if you have serious allergies, you know, or any kind of triggers to anything airborne, you definitely want to talk to your primary care physician and follow what your doctor is recommending for medications. But Ayurveda can also help in conjunction. So it's important to talk to your doctor as well. Totally makes sense. And so I think I'm hearing it right. It's not the allergens themselves. I mean, who would have thought that by revving up your digestion, you might actually be able to tolerate things like house dust and spring pollen just a little bit better. And now I know a little bit about Ayurveda. So I, I'm as I'm hearing these words, I'm thinking we should next talk about doshas because that's the really fundamental part of understanding Ayurveda, right? So um, Shankari, for the listeners who are new to Ayurveda, could you please explain first what the doshas are and then how they influence a 
person's response to allergens in regard to what what you just talked about? That's a great question, Sean. Um, what are the doshas? So this word dosha, D-O-S-H-A, it's a little bit abstract um, to understand. So just to make it a little bit more concrete, we can understand dosha as a governing principle. It's governing some aspect of the physiology. And in order to understand doshas, I always like to talk uh, one step before, which is what makes up the doshas. Um, the doshas are made up of something called the five elements. And these five elements are space, air, water, fire, and earth. And each of the doshas, there's three doshas total. Each of those three doshas are made up of two of the five elements. So these three doshas are called vata, pitta, and kapha. And each of them are made up of two of those five elements that I mentioned. So vata dosha is made up of space and air. And as you can imagine, that's the lightest dosha. You can't get anything lighter than space. So vata dosha is made up of space and air. For simplicity, we can just talk about it as air or as wind. Uh, pitta dosha is made up of fire and water, an interesting combination of opposites, but mainly fire. Um, so we can understand pitta as that fiery principle. And kapha is made up of earth and water. So it's the heaviest dosha, primarily earth. So we can just understand these doshas as wind or fire or earth, and they're governing certain aspects of the physiology. So vata, like the wind, is governing all kinds of movement in the physiology, including the breath, including circulation. Any kind of movement is being governed by vata dosha. Pitta is governing that value of metabolism. Again, it's made up of fire. So that digestive fire that's able to transform the food that we're eating into its finest uh, essence, that's what pitta dosha is responsible for. And then kapha, uh, the heaviest dosha, again, mostly earth, um, that is giving structure to any system of the physiology is being structured by that kapha element. So you have these three doshas. And in terms of the um, response to any kind of allergies, we can make it dosha-specific. So for example, a vata response to any kind of allergies might be if you have a dry cough, you know, where you just, you know, keep swallowing. And especially if you're in a crowded place, you're, you know, you kind of feel a little bit awkward because you can't get that cough to settle. So that dry cough, um, that's more of a vata response. Also, you can have an unsettled kind of feeling, an achiness, um, any kind of poor circulation, um, or even headaches. Uh, a pitta response, can involve some sort of heat, you know, be, again, because it's primarily fire. So it can produce, um, you know, any kind of inflammation in the respiratory tract, including the skin. You can, you might also have an associated rash or any kind of burning in the eyes. Um, and that value of inflammation is also correlated with an increase of pitta dosha. Um, and then kapha, in response to any kind of uh, allergens, there's more of an excessive heaviness or sluggishness, excess mucus that's there. Again, that excess heavy quality because it's mostly of that earth element. So in this way, when we're you know experiencing symptoms of allergies, we can see, oh, this is more of a vata or this is more of a pitta response or kapha response like that. So linking together um, all the things we've talked about so far today, um, we've talked about the importance of diet and digestion and Ayurveda and um, and how that works with allergens. And you've, you've kind of alluded to this, but can you give us an idea of what foods might people try uh, to eat if they want to potentially strengthen their allergen responses? Yeah, it's a great question. So, you know, there's 
so many different kinds of uh, food, spices, grains, you know, things like that to talk about. But one of the most important principles is that the food that we're eating, it's important that it's fresh and it's important that it's, uh, you know, nicely cooked, warm. All of that's going to also impact digestion. So it's not just, you know, what we're eating, but also the quality of the food that we're eating is really important. Um, We want to, you know, in general, avoid refined sugar. We want to avoid, you know, any kinds of um, fats that are, you know, maybe a little bit not as good for you. You know, you just want to have the good olive oil, avocado, et cetera, like that. So it's also important that the foods that we're eating, um, that there's more of this freshness to it. So any kind of vegetables, really, we can have all kinds of vegetables. We just want to minimize uh, potatoes or sweet potatoes that can be a little bit heavy. Um, We want to, you know, favor greens, you know, have some steamed cooked greens at every meal. That's also wonderful. Um, And in general, the main principle with diet is, is really having fresh, organic, you know, having lunch as the main meal. That's a really important tip. Um, because that's when our digestive fire is the strongest. So Ayurveda really looks at not just specific food, but also looks at when we eat those foods, how we prepare those foods, the quality of the foods that we're eating, so that we can extract all those immune-boosting essentials of of those foods. And also one real simple tip, I I mentioned it before, but really want to emphasize just, you know, shifting to lunch as the main meal makes a huge difference difference to our digestive strength. This is when our digestive fire is the strongest. So we have our heaviest meals at lunchtime. Um, That makes a huge difference to our immune system as well, just something as simple as that. Um, And I also want to mention the importance of fluids. You know, staying hydrated is so important. Uh, Studies have actually shown that there is a link between dehydration and increased levels of histamines that can create a higher allergy response. So even being dehydrated can make uh, symptoms worse. And so anytime with water, two important principles is that we're always self-referral. It's not about how many cups of water, but just when we're, you know, just having an awareness of our thirst, you know, sipping on warm water or room temperature water is also important. Anything cold with liquids can actually slow our digestive fire down. Ooh, so note to self, room temperature to warm and cut out the cold if we can do that. Thank you. Wow. You know, I want to circle back to something I mentioned in the intro. We were talking about Ayurvedic herbs and how they're getting so much press and, you know, they're all over the media these days. Shankar, in your opinion, what are some of the most powerful Ayurvedic herbs when it comes to allergen management? Great, great question. There's so much out there. And you might have heard of some of these, uh, you know, common, they're becoming uh, more and more common herbs and also spices. One is tulsi, which in English can is also known as holy basil. It's a little bit different than the basil we use when we're cooking. Uh, tulsi or holy basil, it supports our respiratory health and it reduces that excess kapha. Um, and it also has anti-inflammatory effects, antiviral effects, antibacterial effects, um, and it's an antioxidant. So lots of antis, but basically it's pro-immune system. Um, another one is 
is neem. Neem is also wonderful. It reduces any excess kapha in the respiratory system. Uh, uh, turmeric, as you mentioned. Uh, turmeric is an amazing spice. It's sometimes known as a golden spice. And the active com uh, compound in turmeric is known as curcumin, which uh, studies have shown actually helps the immune response. Turmeric is wonderful, um, especially for anti-inflammatory kind of conditions. It also helps the immune response. Fennel is another spice. Uh, it has a cooling effect. And so it also is wonderful for that anti-inflammatory response. And it alleviates occasional bloating or any kind of gas. Other aromas that can also be incorporated is eucalyptus. Eucalyptus soothes the respiratory airways. It also opens the airways, and it really helps that breathing, you know, because sometimes that congestion, it makes everything so much harder. So eucalyptus is wonderful. And you can really see there's a multifaceted approach from Ayurveda, you know, whether it's aromas or spices or herbs, so many different ways to help boost the immune system. And at Mapi, we have a set that uh, Moppy's put together that can also make it a little bit easier because sometimes it's overwhelming when there's so many choices that are out there. So uh, there's two sets from, from Moppy to help make that process easier. One is called pollen and sinus sensitivity set, and another is the pollen and respiratory sensitivity set. So it makes it in easier to incorporate these traditional botanicals into our daily routine in a very simple, easy way. And some of the the ways that it's helping is that it's, you know, helping to cleanse our nasal passages. It's helping the sinus. It's also, you know, supporting the natural immunity. So some of the uh, herbs in this is, it's known as protection plus sinus, aller defense, clear breathe oil, which is an oil that is um, helpful for inhalation, which really helps to soothe the upper respiratory tract, and beautiful blend of eucalyptus, clove, and other clarifying botanicals. There's also a wonderful tea. It's called sniffle-free tea. And one of the ingredients of sniffle-free tea is, is tulsi, which I mentioned before is known as holy basil. So this is a wonderful tea that can help restore balance to the respiratory system and give that extra resistance to any kind of cold or flu or you know any kind of um, response like that. Another uh, uh, ingredient in this set is uh, cooling pitta churna. Now, churna just means it's a mixture. So it's a spice mixture that you can sprinkle on your food or even when you're sauteing vegetables. That So it's already blended and it really helps digestion while easing any kind of heat in the physiology. So in this way, Moppy is just trying to make it simple um, by offering all these amazing herbs in these different sets to help, you know, to help take out that deciding factor for us. Of course, the individual results will vary and and this information is not a replacement for medical advice from your doctor. So be sure to check with your medical professional if you have questions regarding your personal health. Um, but again, you know, Mappy and it's Mappy.com. Very easy to check things out. And I know we're running out of time for today's episode, but I get the sense, Shankari, that uh, you have a lot more to share on this topic, right? I do. I, I love Ayurveda. I love the Ayurvedic approach.
approach because it not only addresses the root cause, but it offers so many ways to strengthen the immune system, such as meditation, sleep, yoga, exercise, so many ways to help you know boost the immune system. And they can all play a part in allergen management. So I'm excited to come back and, and talk some more with you. Perfect, Shankari. It's a date. We're going to see you soon, and we're going to talk more about this next time we chat. And for those of you at home, our next three episodes will continue this exploration of natural allergen management and Ayurveda. So stay with the podcast because there's a lot more great stuff to cover. And if you're interested in learning more about this, uh, you can just go to mappy.com slash allergen dash wellness dash hub, and you'll find all kinds of great information as well as some of the herbs we talked about. There are links there. And just check out mappy.com in general because um, we cover a wide range of topics, including digestion and skin and sleep. And I, okay, it's a long list. So just just check out mappy.com. And please subscribe to our podcast and tune in for our next episode and part two of this series. We'll see you soon. This episode of Ayurveda 101 was produced by Mappy in partnership with Headquest Productions and She Did It Productions. Please be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.